0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Kinda Libertarian. Once again, here with Mad Money, Mike Turpin. Oh,
1: jamming Jeff Siegel. What's up? That was weak, but I just let it come out. <laughs> that was not. All right, let's do over. Take, take two.
0: I no. wish everyone could see you right now. You're sporting a killer mustache.
1: Oh, yeah. So, and it's going to linger. I'm, I'm going to a wedding in October. I forget mm-hmm. which weekend it is and uh the guy who's getting married always has like an awesome mustache and like hair <laughs> styled so my goal is to just have like like this insanely uh obnoxious mustache and i'm going to grow my hair out long enough where i can do something like style with my yeah. hair cuz i haven't done that in a while so i'm i'm going to have this mustache at least for another month
0: so you're putting some time and effort into this
1: i've let it linger i mean what i'll do is this i'll have the mustache and then i'll let a beard grow in for anywhere for like a week to a week and a half two weeks and then i'll shave that part of my beard um i you know i don't mind it like i think i have a pretty good jaw for it i just wasn't born the right year to sport a mustache well
0: like my mustaches dad's are, always had one they're 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 cool now man like like it's the really like popping mustaches you think you'll get laid at the at the uh, wedding? Weddings are great places to hook up. I
1: I think I I think I have a good chance of of, of getting something going because uh, the guy that I'm going to be like hanging around wingman wise like a, we're in like a group of friends uh, that like it's like a coworker and I think we're going to have like a fun vibe and be willing to talk to people and let loose because we've worked together all these years we have like a great sort of uh, synergy and he's like a young uh, handsome guy so I think there will be something fun happening. I'll tell you this going into yoga class, since I've had just the mustache, I notice more people kind of look at me and smile in a way that yeah. is like, like it's like maybe, maybe it makes me seem less intimidating. Like, like Think a good, so? I, dude, I was even thinking about this sounds terrible. I was even thinking about how I might look with like a lacrosse mullet. See when I coached the cross <laughs> strength and conditioning they all like some of the cooler like swagger kids had like uh, like you know the the pot smokers and drinkers and high like the kids who were just kind of like this like hey happy go lucky uh, lacrosse players they they had they tried growing mustaches and they had mullets so I'm, part of wow. me thinks if i let my hair grow out long enough i'm at le- not like a full blown mullet but just trim the sides and let a little bit of bush in the back
0: where's the, where's the wedding?
1: Good question, dude. I'm, I'm terrible. I I don't even know how I had it in me to send in the invitation back.
0: Well, I mean, Um, is it in Maryland? Is it in the state? Yeah, It's in
1: Maryland. It's local. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Local. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in Baltimore somewhere. Okay. So
0: I was going to say, if it's in Texas, man, you better have her to sign a consent form or some shit.
1: i'll tell you what real quick pause you are the king of segues you You were born you
0: are (laughs)
1: segway i notice it every week i'm like god damn that's a segway
0: you know what it's one of those things it's a talent which has zero value it really gets me nothing i mean i can't get paid for segways you know yeah
1: it catches me (laughs) off guard Sometimes I don't realize you're doing it until you've done it. Ah.
0: (laughs) But now you disrupted my segue, so it's gonna sound. All right, all right, we were good. Take two. Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
1: Take two. Yes.
0: So, what do you think about that, man? Fucking Texas, six weeks, no abortions. Kind of fucked up, man. I
1: I am shocked. First and foremost, I didn't know something like that would really happen in the future. Thought that was kind of like a thing of the past. it's, it's surprising because I guess, see, I know Texas through Austin. I've been to Austin a, a couple of weeks. Um, as a matter of fact, you can see this, but they're not gonna be able to listen. This shirt that I'm wearing was from the National Poetry Slam in Austin, Texas okay. uh, from 2007. So I've spent time in Austin. So when I think of Austin, I think of very liberal-minded people. Right kind of I just assume it's kind of Colorado-esque and then I I, I, um, hear about all the Joe Rogan type people moving out there from LA and it just threw me for a loop but it seems like everybody thinks this is typical of Texas Mm -hmm. so that part of it is a little odd but no I mean what do I I think I think it's fucking crazy. I didn't think that we as a country would move in a direction of being, you know, pro-life politically or, or, or legally or anything, you know?
0: I did, man. Yes. I really saw it happening. Yeah. I, I saw it unfolding really after Trump got elected because a lot of people that were evangelicals didn't really like Trump, but they voted for him because they knew he'd stack the court and take him closer to dismantling Roe v. Wade. Um, and I get it. I mean, I know that was the that was the plan for a lot of them all along. Um, I'm really disappointed that the Supreme Court didn't hear, the, didn't hear or refused to, I think, block it, you know, as being unconstitutional, which I would argue it is. Um, not that I'm a constitutional scholar, but um, it's interesting to me that a lot of the people that are in support of it, you know, they tend to be wealthy or at least well-off white dudes. You know, or not right. just white, I mean just dudes in general. I guess it's not white, but just dudes in general. And I was telling somebody about this the other day, and he was like, Yeah, it sucks. He's like, I guess I guess if a woman wants to get a an abortion, she's gonna have to travel. And I'm like, how does that happen? Like, what if you're a twelve-year-old girl that just got raped by your fucking stepdad or some shit like that? You don't have a driver's license, how the fuck are you gonna get out? How many people have the money to even get out of the state to do that? You know, it's like that's right. not an option for a lot of people. And I don't believe for one second that the majority of Texans are in support of this. It's just the people that want to keep pushing this issue because the loudest people in the room are the ones that consistently vote, you know, and the loudest people in Texas are the ultra, you know, evangelical Christians. That to this day, I'm, I just don't understand why they have so much power, you know. And do you know
1: of anything like this? Have what? Do you know of anything ever happening like this
0: previously
1: no. in recent history?
0: I mean, I, I, I'm not – I don't really – maybe there's been stuff like no, this no. in the past. I know there's been attempts in terms of abortion, and they never really got, got passed, um, You know, usually got to uh, some kind of court proceeding, and then they, they couldn't pass it. Um, there was an interesting tweet, and I don't know who posted it, um, but this per- – and I agree with what this person said – uh, they said Texas is not, and I'm, I'm going to bring this up because people keep saying, oh, well, it's the American Taliban. You know, it's, the, it's the new version of the Taliban in, in the U.S. And I, I, take, I take offense to that. And, and this, this tweet kind of explains it. It says Texas is not the Taliban or Sharia law or handmaid's tale. It's white Republicans doing what they've always done. This is American evangelical Christian culture, and we own it there is so much truth to that, man. It's like, I don't, it's not the same thing. It's not, the Taliban is not the people that pass this law. You know, they're two different worlds completely. And I, I, I think when we conflate the two, it does everyone a huge disservice, at least the people that want to fight against this ridiculous law. I mean, it's, and, and it, and it brings up a point, like, I think we need to own it more. Like evangelical Christians have way too much fucking control way too much fucking power if you think about okay so the abortion thing i know a lot of people who are republicans and a lot of people who are conservatives and none of them are in favor of this they're just like woman's right to choose i should be able you know to have an abortion if i want you know it's not i don't think it's like a, it's a typically a republican um value that's shared I think it's a right-wing evangelical value that is shared. And you can take this, okay, beyond the abortion thing. I think it was last week or the week before OnlyFans put out that thing. I don't know if you saw it. They said, we're no longer going to do sexual content because yeah. we're having a hard time with um, the with bank, bank processing companies, which have a lot of fucking power. They decide whether or not you can process uh, credit card payments. Um, and apparently they were getting a lot of pushback from companies that have evangelical Christians on their boards. Now, luckily there was enough pushback that they they had to retract what they were going to do. But Only dude, fans
1: like, I, did. I didn't even know that they retracted that.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's just weird that it's we're supposed to live in a country where this religion, like religion doesn't have a say in, in policy yet like this whole, but there's a whole morality argument that that kind of rests on the shoulder of evangelical Christians, particularly in sex. If you talk about sex work, like I'm a big advocate of legalizing sex work across the board. I think if a woman wants to, you know, have sex for money, who the fuck is anybody to tell her she can't or a guy who cares, you know, or if you want to go online and fucking, you know, if you're a woman, you want to go online and show your titties to dudes or fuck in front of people for money. Like. I don't understand why. Okay, you may have an, you may think it's unethical or immoral, but like, so don't fucking watch it. You know, it's like who, But you, these people are deciding what how these other people can make a living. You know, yeah. to me, that is more unethical than anything else. I mean, we're falling into this place. I thought, you know, when I was growing up, I felt like we were moving away from that, moving away from this like, you know, these these uh, moral do-gooders and you know holier-than-thou types. And I feel like ever since Trump took office or really before that, really when Obama took office, all of a sudden the evangelicals just got bigger and stronger. And now they're having way too much influence on what's going on in this country. And I mean, I don't know where it ends or if it does end. I don't even know what's going to happen in Texas. I mean, is this going to fly? I mean, I, I, there's a part of me that thinks that at some point someone's going to be able to make a, make an argument in court that says, look, you can't do this. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. I wish I could back it up with some evidence. It's just yeah. a gut feeling that I have. But i tell you one thing, man. These motherfuckers that are out there, I heard this guy on NPR the other day. He was like, like part of like Texas Right to Life or some shit like that. And the interviewer asked him, he's like, well, what do you think about, you know, in, in, in situations of rape or incest? And he's like, yeah, you know, we've thought about that. But he's like, we still think it is in the best interest of all parties if they go through the pregnancy. I'm like, who the fuck is we? Like, you're wow. not 12 that just got raped, you know? These motherfuckers have way too much power. And, and I, we've talked about this before. Like, I, have, you know, I don't really have it as much as I did when I was younger, but I have fucking anger issues, man. And that shit makes me so angry. I want to I, – these places that have their fucking evangelical churches and their, their, their office buildings where they do I want to burn it to the fucking ground. Now, obviously, I'm not going to do that. You know, for many reasons. A, I don't want to go to jail, but also it's just not the right thing to do. I mean, it doesn't make it right; doesn't change anything. Um, but that's my initial reaction. I get so fucking angry. Now, over the years, I've come to find out that if you can talk to people that you disagree with, you can you can solve a lot a lot more of these these issues that you have with them. Sometimes you can make them see your 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 you know where you stand on these things. Sometimes you can't. I've seen that in terms of uh, there's, there's that guy, Daryl Davis, that went and talked to Klans people and, mm-hmm. and got them to get rid like, leave the Klan. I saw this video the other day where there's this neo Nazi at some event, and this black dude was like, Why do you hate me? And he's like, I don't know. Like, he couldn't even answer it. And the black dude hugged him. And then, like, and then the like, dude was like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, it's all like, it, I went from like, yeah. I want to punch a Nazi to maybe I should just hug a Nazi. Which is hard to imagine because, you know, your instinct is like, I want you fucking dead, you know, but that doesn't solve anything. So it's like, is so what do you do in this, in this case, evangelical Christians who are like, dude, they're so fucking brainwashed. If if their preacher says whatever they want to say, they will fucking follow it to a T. And I know this because I have one friend in particular who's an evangelical and I don't really talk to her anymore. But I mean, this thing she she would say, like anytime I would put pressure on something she's like well in the bible it says this And i'm like fuck your bible fuck your your mythical book you know it's like that has no bearing on my life If you want to believe it fine don't put that shit on me so i don't know how you deal with evangelical christians just like i don't know how you deal with any extremist in a religion because when you get religion involved it's a completely different kettle of fish you know i hate when people are like attack islam you know, because of Islamic terrorists. It's like a small majority of of Muslims are terrorists, but like you kind of lump them into that, into that, you know, generalization that they're all terrorists or something. I don't believe that all Christians are bad at all. Like, I don't think that, but dude, when you start pushing your own agendas on other people in a violent manner, and don't, make no mistake, like restricting abortion for people in this manner, To me, that's violence. They're actually essentially deputizing people to go find these people, work as bounty hunters to find people who were giving abortions to people that have gone past six weeks or even helping people. If I went down there and there was someone who wanted to get an abortion and I I drove her across state lines to get an abortion, they can sue me now. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm. they're basically using the government to, as they're, as, as they're like, uh, they're thug, and to me, like, we talk about libertarianism, that is the antithesis of what libertarianism is supposed to be around. Now, fortunately, I haven't seen any libertarians, you know, back what happened in Texas, and I'm happy about that, because sometimes there's, like, that, you know, com- you're not sure, like, are you really libertarian, or are you just a conservative right-wing dude that wants to be libertarian when it comes to, like, guns or something, but other things, right. not so much. So I know it's just kind of a long rant. I went on that. um, No, you're good. I I didn't mean to to cut you off, but I, you know, I don't, I get so overwhelmed with this because I know I can't fix all the world's problems, but it's like, it's always on my head. How do we fix it? I don't even live in Texas, but I feel bad for these people. Like I want to help them somehow. You know, how do you do that? Um, Because even if say governor Greg Abbott is removed from office, and say they are able to, to turn, overturn this law. The evangelicals haven't gone away. They're always going to be around. How do you stop them? Because I think they're a threat. I think they're a threat to, to the health and well-being of, of the people of this country.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, hey, I do want to say one thing in case anybody's listening. I think um, it'll sound totally fine. We've had a little bit of connection issues uh today i don't know what it is we'll definitely figure it out by next time if, if it's a continuing problem but i think everything you've you, you've said came through just fine and it'll sound good on the recording but if anybody's listening and it's a little glitchy i i think it's no big deal but we'll, we'll,
0: and, and it, it would think, be a
1: problem in future
0: and it's probably because um according to evangelicals it's because god is trying to silence me
1: from uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> talking about these
0: things <laughs> That's exactly what it is.
1: Um, well, I mean, part of me, like, see, I, I have always looked at it like this. I totally get why some people are pro-life in the stance that they would never have an abortion or even never really support an abortion. But I don't understand somebody like legally standing. Background. Like, there are a lot of things that are legal that are amoral according to evangelical Christian values, right? So I just think it's one of those things that we, you got to be like, hey, you got to let those people burn in hell. If that's what you think and you think that's what's going to happen to them for getting an abortion, you just got to kind of let them free will and, you know, they're, they're going to burn in hell, essentially, because... <laughs>
0: but they do it under the guise of saving the babies they always want to save the babies even when the baby is like it could be like the woman's pregnant with a with a child that's not even fucking viable like oh well, there's still a heartbeat it doesn't mean it's fucking alive i mean i guess technically you say it's alive but its brain isn't functioning you know it could be a fucking mess it's going to come out as a big fucking glob of goo you know i mean there's electro when when, when, when the when the cells split there's an electromagnetic pulse I think that's what it is when you hear that heartbeat. There's not even a fucking heart yet, but right. it's that beat, you know. And they're like, "Oh, well, that's a heartbeat." And I, you know, I don't tend to argue when does life begin and any of that stuff because I mean, for me, I feel like my personal belief is like once those cells start splitting, that's life to me. Yeah. But whether you know, and I personally am not a fan like of abortion. Like, if I ever got a woman pregnant accidentally. Um, I would ne- I would be like, look, like, I will fucking step up if you want to have this baby. I think it would be really good for you. I, but I would never put that kind of pressure on a woman, you know, because she's the one that's got to carry it. She's the one that the baby's attached to. Um, I don't like the idea of abortion, just as kind of like, oh, I fucked up. But that's my fucking opinion. I'm not gonna fucking use my opinion to dictate what other people should do. You know, and that's not right.
1: Right. No, dude, I I, obviously I I agree fully with you. And it's a fickle. It's a fickle damn matter. I wish that federally there was something they could do to not allow this in state specific areas. But shit, if you if you did that, then you'd have to worry about federally uh, something getting overturned and us being a I doubt anything like that would happen. But.
0: Yeah, Man, I didn't it. think this would happen either, you know? It's, I think I know. there's something that would happen, like the Democrats are trying to do something now. But you know what? This is a perfect example of how fucking useless Democrats are. Like, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. But it's like, think about all the shit that Trump got away with while he was in office. Democrats could barely do fucking anything. Now they have a majority in Congress, barely, but a majority, and a, and a, uh, a Democrat in office. And they can't fucking stop shit. They're no. getting fucking, fucking destroyed. That infrastructure bill, which I also have problems with, but I'm saying like, you know, they want to accomplish all these things. They can't fucking do it. And they, and that was like the big thing for Democrats. It's like we're pro, we're pro choice, but they couldn't fucking stop this. You know, how could you, if you were a Democrat, how the fuck could you vote? That's like, that's like vote. Like, like if you were fighting like some dude who's never done jujitsu, who's never boxed, never anything. And he just showed up and you're like, I'm going to put my money on the guy that's never fought before. Right. Why? You know,
1: Mm. when I hear somebody being like this, like, and and it coming from such this ethical high horse or whatever they're on, it's like, but what do you do for babies? What do you really do for people in need? What do you do for people who are starving and dying and, 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 how do you honestly help help out the less fortunate and and help save lives and help make a difference? Because Mm -hmm. 95% of these people have absolutely no positive effect on so many people (laughs) in need. So it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, you, I, this is my quote, but it's like, you can't see the forest for the trees. Like you're so hung up over this one, hot topic issue abortion everybody has a strong opinion on abortion and they like they identify with it so much but but if you're of those values what else do you do that helps save lives what Mm -hmm. else do you do like why are you so adamant about this one thing that you know i would just think that you'd have to be able to understand where people are coming from and and I I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not for complicated government so this is not a stance I would have but I would mm-hmm. think that it makes more sense more sense to say hey we're going to really you know thin out the amount of abortions we're having I think people are getting too laxed it's too easy if that if that was the case maybe I would say all right you need to like get some sort of approval you could you could open up new jobs which obviously would probably increase taxes but on a small level where it's somebody's job to make sure that that the ethics meet the criteria or you you present other options on the table like you try to get people enrolled in things that you know hey if you feel this way why don't you put funds together for adoption sort of programs that mm-hmm. clean up the foster system Um, give money and and support for people who would otherwise get an abortion, who are going to put their child into some sort of foster thing. I mean, you can't just say nope and then leave them hanging.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I also think just generally speaking, any woman that's pregnant for someone else to tell her what she's allowed to do is like, it's so at odds with just a basic rational decision-making process. To t- to tell anybody what they can do with their body, we talked about personal sovereignty before. Tell anybody what they can do with their body to me is a violation of personal sovereignty. And I do believe, as far as I know, there's like some kind of limit. Like I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know 16 weeks or something. At some point, you can't. Right. You can't get an abortion anymore. Um, so I think that was already in place anyway. And I don't know how they came up with that or whatever. Um, I'm sure there was. Uh, I don't know what the reason was, but um, that was already in place. And it's very clear that you know when you put a six week time limit on it, and people talk about this a lot, most women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks unless they're like trying to get pregnant and fucking check their hormones every day or something. A lot of people don't know within right. the six weeks, so um that you know obviously that that makes it nearly impossible for most women, and that was their their plan all along. It was never about anything more than put you know doing their own version of, of, uh, of going against the, the fundamentals of Roe v. Wade. What happens next? I don't know. Um, but I, I tell you, man, I feel so bad for fuck. So many, so many women, so many young girls, man, that right. are going to have to deal with this shit now. And it's um, it's really unfortunate. I really feel like we're, we're devolving as a society because of right-wing evangelicals um yeah it's just disgusting to me
1: yeah and and i mean i always wonder whenever they put a law in places does this actually stop the supposed crime it's like does does making drugs illegal prevent people from getting high what does it create it creates crime it creates a black market it it also then reduces uh federal profits or, or, or stateside profits or whatever you're looking at. There's all, there's all sorts of elements. Um, and does this prevent people from getting abortions on a small scale? It it might, it might reduce it, but people are going to go through other means dangerous means they're going to be Googling. How can I abort my own baby? What, what pills, what concoctions can I do to kill this thing? You're going to see people, you know, causing physical harm to their, to their selves trying to do it. They're gonna be experimenting with, with over-the-counter uh, alternatives. They're probably gonna, and especially with the way technology is, there's probably gonna be something that you can buy on freaking Amazon that doubles as a something you can drink that people will be talking about on Reddit or some forum, mm-hmm. people in the know. Next thing you know, there's something you drink that's actually paint thinner. Or whatever and it's guaranteed yeah. to kill your kid then what then what happens is you, you have you have people who wanted to kill their kid who couldn't and then you have people born with issues and and you know mental i've oh, yeah. i don't know if i can say that but you get the idea yeah. like i mean now does is that going to happen on a large scale Probably, probably not, but these are all things to consider. Right. And, and it does, it does bring up a good question of, does this create a black market for something? And yeah, like you said, I mean, people who can afford to travel out of state can still get them. Well, that's kind of, Mm -hmm. it's pretty fucking inconsiderate for those of the people who can't afford it. It's like, you're not really stopping anybody, but the people who probably shouldn't be getting the, you know, probably should be getting the abortion in the first place. You know, (laughs) like it's the people (laughs) who can afford to go to the other state and do all that and pay all the money that they're the ones who maybe should could reconsider. The people who are like, I don't even know how I'm going to get out of Texas to get rid of this thing. If that's the only reason they have a baby, that's the baby we probably shouldn't have.
0: You know, I'm, always uh, a, I'm always amazed by these guys, too, that are like, I mean, maybe it's just me, because I've always been terrified um, of getting diseases or getting women pregnant. They're like, for me, condoms were like my best friend, man. Like, even if I wasn't getting laid, I always had them on hand just in case. Yeah. You know, I was just terrified of these things. And like, I still don't understand how dudes be like, ah, oh, it doesn't feel good, or it's, it's uncomfortable. Like, really? Cause you know, it's really uncomfortable having a fucking baby that you don't want. Dude. I have three babies that I do want and it's fucking super uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like they deplete all my financial resources, my, my youth, my fucking gray hairs. I have now all my gray started dude. Like right after my kids were born, I'm not saying it's connected. Cause mm. I have no way to prove that, but I'm just saying, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, Oh God it's a really it's a really crazy thing to think about and and yeah to your point on condoms i i don't understand how a guy who's with a girl who's not on birth control could feel comfortable dude i know guys that that like tell they act like they like still go in the they still finish in the girls
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and it's like wait hold on i don't understand You're literally telling me that you're having sex to completion and that you do that sometimes. And it's like, maybe when they're drunk or maybe it just happened, but it's like, you thought that was a good idea to do that. Like nobody, no birth control, no condom.
0: And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to go in you. That's it. I've definitely been in situations where I'm like really close like, and and with a woman and I'm like, I really want to go in, you know, (laughs) like I don't want to grab a condom. Um, but I mean, maybe it's just me again, just being paranoid, but like, no, I don't care what's going on. You know, like that, that's, that's just so fucking terrifying to me. And you know, this also brings up an interesting point too. It's, and I I know people have talked about this in the past why isn't there male birth control? I think there was a male birth control a long time ago when they were testing it. A lot of the dudes were like, well, I was having negative side effects. I was, you know, wasn't feeling good. I felt sick to my stomach. Basically all the shit that women go through. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Right. And it's like the fact that there's no male birth control on the market readily available to like, it really does prove that like men are making all these decisions. Which really stupid, man. Too, by the way, because seriously, if there was a male birth control, I fucking be. I would have been on that shit from day one. I would have fucking coveted that shit. I would have hoarded yeah. it. You know, I mean, shit. When I got done having babies, like once my third kid was born, I'm like, I'm at the hospital. I'm gonna go get my vasectomy now. You know, I was like, I, I don't want to take that risk. I think seriously. I don't know where to more guys will get vasectomies either. That's the best fucking things ever. First of all, it's free. You get a vasectomy, it's free because the health insurance will cover it because they're like, it's cheaper to give this motherfucker a vasectomy than take care of more kids. Cause insurance companies got to pony up a lot when you have kids. So it's not like, and it's not like that bad. It's like, it hurts for a day. You know, some people like, I, I don't want to vasectomy. Like they'll feel less of a man or whatever. I'm like, dude, if you still have nuts and a dick, You know, like you're still a dude, you still want to, you know, do stuff with it just because, you know, you can't make babies with anymore. that does not make you less of a man makes you fucking lucky. (laughs) You get to not worry about having unwanted babies. You know, Mm. vasectomies are great, man. Whoever invented vasectomies is a goddamn hero.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to learn how to get on some sting shit. You know, sting he always talks about being into like super into tantric sex. Oh, and yeah. He like makes these claims <laughs> yeah. like, I orgasm for hours upon hours, but I do you know, and it doesn't touch or those whatever. Those
0: guys with like the breath control and they can fuck for hours. Dude, <laughs> if I can last two minutes, I'm like, I fucking, I nailed it. Yeah. You know, I meet a new woman. And I'm like, I just got to let you know something up front. First time it's going to be over pretty quick. Just let you know, <laughs> like, I'll go down on you. I'll make sure you come first, right, mm-hmm. but I'm just being full. I'm going to be completely transparent. Give me like 20, 25 minutes afterwards. We'll go again. But that first time, forget about it. I wish I could do all that breath control and shit. Dude, seriously, vaginas yeah. are the, the greatest thing ever. And like, once I'm in it, I'm like, oh God, <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's just a, it's just a game at that point. It's like, at that point I can't even fucking enjoy it. Cause I'm like thinking about other shit. So I don't come too fast. Yeah. That's dude, what you- kind of man I am. You just tell
1: you just tell them. Oh my God, I never had this problem. You're just so hot. I'm mean, gonna have to get used to how hot you are. Meanwhile, she's I can't like, "I
0: can pull that off."
1: Five foot, has like hairy moles, three hundred pounds. She's like, You're just so beautiful, babe. I've never been with a girl that turns me on so much. It's just like two pumps. I'm done. Just, I definitely told a girl that before. Like <laughs> that. That they're just. Oh, it's just. I've never. Been with a girl that turns me on so much i'm sure they get that a lot i don't think that's anything new
0: yeah but. i think there's something though like if you are honest with a woman about like that kind of stuff it's almost you can make a joke out of it and if hopefully she'll find it find it charming in a way i mean yeah. you still got to go down on her to make her come but you know dude girls are
1: hard to figure out i was just listening to a podcast where like what, what uh man what's now nah, i can't believe i can't think of him he's one of the funniest guys ever um He's a Korean guy, but with an American. He grew up in a, in America, an American accent. Jimmy Bobby a. Lee, Bobby Lee, oh,
0: Bobby Lee. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: my God, dude if you've never listened to tiger belly or bobby lee
0: oh yeah that shit's fucking hilarious
1: he's the dude. i don't even understand how funny that guy is he kills me well they were talking about like they always talk about crazy sex shit dude they're nuts and (laughs) bobby lee and her someone like brought up like like um what is it like mutual masturbation where you both Uh are just met and then and then the girl's like oh yeah that's the best and then she was talking about dating this girl who had a micropenis but she really loved him and like it didn't make a difference in it's funny how you know i don't think a girl would care that much if you didn't last long you know what throws them off if you're insecure about it and you, oh, yeah. anything you're insecure about and don't like the fact that you can't do or don't do well that throws them off even if it's not consciously they mm-hmm. feel your insecurity, and they feel the fact that you feel like uh, you know a bitch because you can't you know m- do stuff that that you imagine Steve McQueen and Paul Newman would do in their sleep. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right. I, honestly, I, i've I've come to think I've come to think that a lot. It's just being able to own it and not. I've never been self conscious about going early. Never. I mean, it's also never been like the biggest problem. But I've never really like been self-conscious. And because of that, I don't think that's ever been an issue for a girl. I don't think a exactly. girl's ever been like, yeah, but he doesn't last long.
0: <laughs>
1: you know? But if you are weird about it and you are like you have a problem, then they feel the weight of the problem.
0: Right. So that's why girls. I come clean. That's why I come clean with it. You know, I'm just like, let them know yeah. up front and I do it in a kind of a funny way. So it's like, you know, it kind of breaks the ice a little bit. You know. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. that's my game. My game is to try to be funny so they'll forget about the fact that, you know, I'm hung like a mouse and can't last for more than two minutes. Works, yeah. Totally works. Women they, are so much more fucking evolved than us. Like I know. You know, it's like, I, I don't, we really, <laughs> I don't even know how we exist as a species sometimes except for the fact that we're just like fucking savage animals that can't control ourselves.
1: They're going to take
0: over eventually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> women are uh, gonna own this <laughs> shit eventually dude we're just we're just too stupid and primal and not No, I, um oh man what the hell was I gonna say but I had a good one about girls that was probably more raunchy sex talk but fuck man what was I gonna tell you I don't know let's keep going
0: dude I don't even know like even growing up uh when I when I was I don't know maybe first like would go out on a date maybe I was like 16 17 so fucking insecure no idea what I was doing at all you know just was like completely fucking clueless and as you get older you kind of figure stuff out and then for me you know I was married and so it was kind of like you kind of fall into that uh groove so it's not even an issue anymore but then you get separated and then you're like back out and you're like oh shit like how did this how does this work again because, because you know, we're talking about the podcast. I was at the uh, National Cannabis Cannabis Festival last week. I was speaking at that event, which is a really fun event, by the way. Um, and I remember talking to this woman for like a couple hours. It was a gorgeous woman, and I was like, I couldn't tell if if she was giving me signals or not because I'm so out of practice, you know. And like my buddy called. He's like, Hey, did you end up hooking with that hooking up with that woman? I was like, No, nah, like I like I feel like I'm fucking 15 again. I'm like, I don't even know like what the protocol is anymore. It's like so much has changed, you know, like, cause you know, it's weird. It's like, maybe cause I'm older now too. And I see so much stuff on, on, on the internet, you know, where, where women are much more vocal as they should be about these things. Um, and I'm like, okay, am I creepy? Like if I say yeah. some of this woman, is it going to be creepy? Am I going to like creep her? Cause honestly, like I don't want to creep anybody out because that that's like that away on me as a person. Um, but at the same time, like she could have gone to home, that guy going, damn, that guy didn't even make a move on me. And I was like, sh- I was like giving him all these signals, you know, I gotta get back in the game, dude. I don't even know. Yeah. Like I, I need to, I need to, like, there needs to be like a, like a refresher course online that you can take, like a coding class. And, oh, by the way, if you haven't been, <laughs> been in the dating field in a while, this is what you got to do. This is how it works now. A lot, of, a lot has changed in the last 15 years.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so bad at that, that I had a girl not that long ago that I, that I was hanging out with, and she goes, you know you can touch me we were hanging out like the third time <laughs> guess what dude guess what I still didn't fucking do it I, I was like well, you say that but it just doesn't seem like I can right now like you're not <laughs> making it obvious enough or it just doesn't feel like you're honestly yeah. what like it I don't know what you're used to but if you're gonna want this to work you're gonna have to like rub up against me a different way or I can't do it I can't pull that trigger Uh, oh I thought about what I was gonna say Earl and I'm so with you dude like my biggest fear for the longest time is I have no issues with anything relationship wise except for like the firsts with a girl like making the first move the first Mm -hmm. this the first that from there i i'm i feel so comfortable i'm so golden obviously that's probably a common thing with with most guys but i definitely spiritually morally ethically and everything i'm just so against being creepy and i'm so even turned off by my guy friends who are creeps like i don't it's not even something that i'm afraid to be because of my own personal rejections and all that like that definitely gets in the way of how i approach girls but i very much hate creeps dude creeps creep me out i i do I something about it. I think I'm as, as about as sensitive to it as you can be. Where it just, it's so. I get like if you talk shit when nobody's there, and you're like, "Yeah, dude, that girl's so hot," or what? You know, I want to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, I'm cool with that. But I mean, honestly, the way some guys are with girls, and you find out about it, you're like, "Dude, like, how do you?" Oh, I, I, I don't know. But hey, but going back, this is worth mentioning. Is uh, this is a going right down. <laughs> I, oh, and it's, it's, it's true. I'm just, I'm just owning it. uh, It's always true. But I, I, you know, I have told girls in the past, I'm like, oh, I'll tell you, right. Like, like say, let's say you're talking about, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not really into casual hookups or this and that, you know, Uh things get talking about stuff. And I'm like, "I, I I've worded it like this, you know, it's not that I would be against it. I'm all about it. I would love like a casual something or a fling, but I am literally the king of having the worst first time sex that you could ever have (laughs) i'm like oh i I could i would challenge you
0: on that (laughs) dude
1: like i i have knocked it out of the park second or third time where a girl's like wait a second like hold on was this the same we did this last time and it went how and now it went this way i'm like i'm just so terrible my first i probably the only times i've ever had trouble like getting it up first time with a girl it's just like chronic overthinking uncomfortable unsure you don't know anything, things weird me out like like I, like by the second or third time, I'll love a smell or a taste that turns me off the first time. Like there's like even like a side of me that's more prudish my first time, <laughs> especially like sober, I, I don't know, but then I like really I, I i it's never been an issue after the first time. Yeah. So I tell girls that, and it, as a result. It's like they've already set the bar as low as it can go. Mm -hmm. And this is what I've heard uh, a lot, is then all you need to do is get them thinking about it. So, and it's kind of funny and safe to make them think about it in a negative way, right? So if you're like, yeah, it's going to be the worst ever, they might be like, okay, I kind of, this is, wait, what am I doing? I'm sitting here imagining sex with this guy and it like makes me curious. Now I'm curious. I've had, I've had a girl tell me that it made her curious after that, after I said it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep saying this.
0: <laughs> look, I mean, look yeah. at how we're talking right now. Everything is a manipulation, right? Like everything is is so overthought. There, there are people, like dudes I know, like maybe they think, overthink things, but like they're so laid back about it. Like, oh, yeah, like I met this woman, we hit it off really well and everything went great. And it's like, I don't know if it's self-confidence or they're just completely clueless. Like they don't care if they're creepy or they don't care if they're, you know, they they disappoint, you know, like they're just like, hey, as long as I get off, you know. But for me, I'm just like, in my head, when she leaves, I'm gonna be like, if I'm not if I didn't perform well, like that's all that she's gonna be thinking about and telling her friends, it's fucking horrible. You know, he didn't do anything, he didn't go down on me, you know, like whatever, you know, and like it's so, it's such a big ego thing. We always talk about like in psychedelics, like one of the great things about psychedelics is dismantling your ego. And I don't know if I've done enough psychedelics yet to dismantle my ego when it comes to sex. I don't know if I could. Oh my
1: God, no. I- I think uh, it just makes you a bit more honest and forward in a way where you just kind of own it. And it's like, Hey, that's just the way I am. Instead of fighting it and trying to be a different way, you're just like, no, look, I'm not going to put my fucking hand on her leg as long as she's kind of sitting way over there and not like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just more comfortable in the way that I am about it as a result. And, uh, I, I don't know, man, like, I, I think back to all of the first kisses I've ever had and, I think I just have, I think I almost need to commit to the idea that I'm I'm better off. I had like this realization kind of thinking about it. And I've had come to this thought before, but I just need to own the fact that I'm not the guy to make the first move. If you're not willing to, I mean, I, I have been, obviously, many times I've I've made a move, but I almost like the idea of just, hey, you know, different lids for different pots. If you're not willing right. to make a move or or you know, flirt enough on freaking cell phones or something to the point where you really let me know and give me the green light. If Mm. you don't give me the green light, it's not going to happen and, uh, be content with it. And then I need to tell myself to be content with just going on a date and not having anything happening. Just, they enjoy the time, no pressure to have, no pressure to, to do anything sexual. I've been very good about that later in my years, you know, the past handful of years where it's like, I don't give a fuck if we hang out five times and don't touch each other right. at one time. If that puts me in the friend zone, then she can fucking friend zone me. But if she's having the time of her life and she thinks I'm awesome and she thinks I'm attractive, I don't think that's going to put me in the friend zone. You, you know, know, sometimes
0: it's just completely organic too. So I've definitely been in situations where like I'll meet a woman at like when I was on the road and I would meet a woman at a show and we would talk all night and I was like not expecting anything, you know? But it's just like over the night and then it's like the, the, um, the connection gets stronger and then you just automatically like start making out with that person. And it's just right. like, you ease into it and it's fucking easy, you know? And it's like, neither one of you feels weird. And it's like, there's not too much of a, like nervousness or anything, as opposed to like, I'm going to set up a date. I'm going to go out to dinner with this woman. And, you know, we're sitting there talking and he was fucked up. One thing I hate, I always think about this when I go out to dinner on a first date. I'll sit there and I think to myself, get something that's not going to make me gassy because if I get something and I start farting a lot, (laughs) it's going to make me really fucking (laughs) self-conscious.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude. I, when I was younger, I had, when I was like into lifting lifting, like I worked at like GNC and I just had protein supplements at the wazoo. Gas was a big (laughs) issue. I, I, my young twenties, it's been a long time, but I can remember like being very worried about that. I mean, I'm good about like paying attention to on the hug in entering and exiting whether or not they're kind of leaving the possibility to for you to go for a kiss. Yeah. That that is like easy for me to read, you know. Like I'm not I'm I'm going to notice that you're kind of angling where you will allow right. me to kiss you, and I'll go for it. And same thing if you let a hug linger and then you kind of like graze faces on the way back. This is the type of overthinking where like 99 percent of people hear <laughs> right. this and they're like, "Bro, you are thinking way yeah. too fucking much," and that's why I'm not. That's why I just don't even want to be the guy that makes the first move.
0: And dude, <laughs> the people that don't overthink it, I'm I'm gonna say, generally speaking, are probably like shitty. Fucking people that are like, we're talking about like the creepy people. Like I always think like, so I'm really always been fascinated by politics. And even having a conversation, I start thinking of all the presidents, all the people that have been president since I've been alive. Like, I was like thinking, okay, who's, who's creepy? Like, are they creepy? And I can only think of two presidents in my time on this earth that I don't think are creepy. And that's Jimmy Carter and Barack Obama, like every other yeah. Particularly when I started voting. Bill Clinton, creepy as fuck. Oh, my God. Right? maybe George Bush. I don't think he's creepy. That's a good point.
1: That is a good point.
0: I agree with you. I'll give Bush Sr. and W. They're not creepy. Trump, probably the creepiest. Uh, Joe Biden, creepy as fuck. Uh, Barack Obama, no. Bill Clinton, big time creepy. Um, Reagan... Not creepy, but, like, he was such, like, an evangelical-style racist piece of shit. Like, I don't think he had the ability to, like, be a predator hmm. because he was so, like, in that bubble. So, like, not creepy just by way of God, if that makes sense. I'm on the fence.
1: I'm on the fence with him. I, I'm oh, really? not his soul. Yeah, I mean – you, I think a lot of them have the ability to be weirdos and creeps and yeah. th- it's right at their fingertips and they could probably get whatever they want and they know of previous presidents and who yeah. knows? I, I, I mean, I, I can't say anything, but I definitely feel strongly about Barack, Jimmy Carter, and probably George Bush. But I would say that maybe Reagan would be next. I would, he Reagan was an actor and
0: kind of yeah, like a, a
1: handsome kind of swap he had his way and uh she she's not she was you know she was getting older and not looking that great you know? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what she was such this, a catch internet, at that point <laughs> it, it would have been it makes sense now to not do anything and act upon those sort of urges because you are kept in check right like it's so public with cell phones anybody could be recording what's happening people could find out what has happened that it keeps you in line better but i mean in reagan's day it would just be so easy
0: oh you did a little
1: piece and nobody would know or nobody would think anything of it
0: dude jfk was banging marilyn monroe and his brother was banging Marilyn Monroe and nobody knew about it. So maybe badass. people knew about it but didn't really talk about it, you know. Did they ago. know
1: about it, each other? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they did. Um, <laughs> they probably talked about it. Yeah.
1: That is yeah, insane. Like a,
0: it, what's that?
1: Oh, it's just insane to think to be able to like, you know have sex with Marilyn Monroe. What a baller know, you must right? be Did the day before having sex with Marilyn Monroe for the first time. And the day after, Oh my God, you just are a total, your confidence in you as a person and oh, your self-worth yeah. and your view of yourself. You you just, not only are you the president
0: now you had sex with Marilyn Monroe, right? Whoa. You know, I have to say that I think if you, it's hard because if you're president, like how, you got to have some really serious self-control to not just bang like the hottest women in the world, particularly if you were single, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm not a particularly overly confident guy, but if I were president, I'd be like calling Salma Hayek up. Be like, Hey, what's up? You want to come to the white house? We're going to hang out, watch a movie. If she was, if she were single, you know? Right. But, you know, it's funny, if you look at, like, I was was just thinking about that, too. Like, who was the most, who were the most, who were the creepiest between the ones we just mentioned? I'm thinking, okay, it's probably up there between Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. And I'm trying to think, okay, what differentiates the two? And I think the thing that differentiates the two is Bill Clinton was probably embarrassed by being creepy. Like, Like, he tried to keep it on the DL, where Trump, like, fucking got off on it. You know what I mean? Like, he would, like, do it, like, unapologetically and be like, you know, i Fuck porn stars. So what? And then like yeah. talk shit about them. You know, it's like that's a special kind of creepy right there when you just don't give a fuck. And I'm not no. I'm not criticizing him for that because I I don't really give a shit about that kind of stuff. I plenty of things I can criticize him for. It's just an observation, you know. Like, you like what kind of person can knowingly be creepy and just not even care?
1: Dude, I that's what always bugged me about the joe biden touchiness and weirdness with kids it's like once you know that people think that a little bit how how did you keep how did you keep going like and the cameras are on you like yeah that that's really really weird for me man like i know that people hate talking about that sometimes because it's almost like low-hanging fruit and it really um puts him in a bad light it really does but in the world we live in and knowing what we know about about issues with with child yeah. uh, stuff man it just it, it it's really not cool to me that, that that's our our president and there's a chance that there's more to that even if it's just in his mind that, that is so unsettling I hate watching those clips and it's like one after the other i don't even like when a guy is willing to catch like we talked about touch and stuff it triggers me to watch people casually touch people like girls that they don't know well or haven't broken right. that barrier with right like that guy who always wants to put his hands on every girl's shoulders and kiss them on the cheek and and get all yeah. in their stuff and that's my other problem is I'm just not the person that touches you. I don't put my hand on your lower back. I don't like pat you. I don't smack you when you I don't like pat you when you say something funny, or I don't break that barrier very often. Um, even with my guy friends, but I'm just not a I'm just not that type of touchy. It's almost to like an autistic level, you know, that and that and <laughs> eye contact. I find <laughs> I'm weird about touch and eye contact, dude. It, it's a it's a lot of effort for me. Some days I'll have like a certain day where I'm like, you know, I think I've been looking everybody in their eyes when they talk to me and it's been comfortable. What is different about today? <laughs> I'm serious, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course I can't make a move on a girl. I can't even fucking look him in the eyes. <laughs> I not look a
0: dude in the eyes. <laughs> you know, I, I actually uh, have thought about that. I had thought about that though with Biden. It's like, I don't know if it's just him being just a weird old dude or if, it's, if, it's, if he really is a fucking creepy old dude. But I do think that like after Trump – It makes Trump, you wonder. It makes you wonder. And after Trump being such a fucking scumbag – I sometimes wonder people give Biden too much credit. Like they're too quick to be like, nah, no, nah, it's not like that. It's like, well, I get that you were, we were just, you know, had a president who was basically fucking Caligula, you know, but yeah. it's like, you, you know, it's a big, vast difference between the two, but like that doesn't get him off the hook. It's like, and that's the thing too with Biden is yeah. Again, like when you compare the two in terms of like, I'd say, just generally speaking, if they're decent human beings, I mean, Trump is a vile, despicable animal. Biden is probably very similar, but just not as open about it, you know, or as is, is abrasive about it. But I think about Biden, and I think about this too a lot when we talk about legalization. Like, he's been so against legalization, you know, or even like decriminalization or descheduling. And all the people around him, like, dude, like, it's time. And he still won't fucking do it. To me, that's fucking creepy, too. Like, why? Like, why? What are you you so afraid? All the other shit that's going on in the world, and you won't even fucking deschedule cannabis. There was a thing he said um, the other day, they said they were, he was considering granting clemency to um, certain people with drug convictions um, who were released to, you know, home confinement during covid um so they don't have to return to to prison i'm like what the fuck are you considering like what's there to consider like low-level drug offenders like they're they're now not a burden on on the on taxpayers they're not a burden on our criminal justice system and you're considering letting them go it's like that's fucking creepy man that's fucking fucked up that's really creepy oh joe Biden, he's such a nice guy oh he is Tell that to all the people who are still fucking in jail right now. Tell all the people that still need their fucking medicine and can't get it because he won't do one simple thing that he can do by executive order. He can't legalize by executive order, but I believe he can deschedule by executive order. That alone would save a lot we're of fucking s- lives.
1: Yeah, I think we're seeing the tides turn again where the liberals become the conservatives in ways and the conservatives become the liberals in ways and they mm-hmm. trade off on certain social – Uh, viewpoints like when I was younger it it, to be politically correct in a lot of ways like um, you would assume that those were easily offended conservatives you just didn't think of that Mm -hmm. at least from my understanding you thought of everybody being easily offended uh, you know that sort of stuff and now look at like like drug stuff like I would never have thought that that would be a a Democrat in office and in our climate that would be that against legalism or just yeah. not like for it. It's very odd to me. He is older. That's the other thing we have to keep in mind. Old yeah. politicians are not, they're not Barack Obama. They're not even Donald Trump. Like like how, I mean, Biden just seems so, I don't know how old he is, but he a, seems a lot more dated Seven, is he, than, he 70, than anybody 80? in recent. Yeah, he just seems so ancient compared yeah. to, I mean, Clinton and Bush and all that. and. I don't know, man, the legalization thing's weird. Here's my big thing is we can, we can try to weigh who's a bigger creep. We can, we can look at who's a bigger creep, Trump or Biden. And even if mm-hmm. Trump is a bigger creep, I don't care if the guy's having sex with 10 strippers every night, Me right? Neither. I don't care. What I do care is if you're weird with kids.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And it's just
1: become a joke creepy joe that's just creepy joe but do you know why we call him that it's because we think he might have a thing for kids
0: yeah that
1: that's why we call him that Ugh.
0: but i also i, I want to tread into that lightly or like wade into those waters lightly too because to accuse someone of doing that without evidence is also kind of like even though he's president he's like kind of fair game um you know I, i, I that's such a That's such a horrible thing to put on somebody if it's not true, you know? I mean, if there were like evidence, if there was some kind of overwhelming evidence, and I'll be honest with you, I think that if he was really doing shit like that, that shit would have come out during the election. Somebody would have found somebody who could be like, oh yeah, he was fucking with this eight-year-old or something, you know? Like something would have happened because dude, you can't hide shit now. You can't fucking hide anything. And, and you know that whether it's the Republicans looking for something on the Democrats or the Democrats looking something for the Republicans. And here's the funny thing. Yeah. The Democrats found plenty of shit in Republic on, on Donald Trump shit that they're like, Oh, this is definitely going to lose him. You know, a lot of votes. Nah, Republicans don't give a fuck. I mean, say what you want about Republicans, but like they're, they're fucking gangster. You know what I mean? Like they do what the fuck they want. However they want. They break the law the fuck you gonna do nothing how many of these people are like were involved with that fucking insurrection how many people have like done things that were like against the fabric of the constitution the thing that they're supposed that's part of their job to uphold and defend the constitution like they plenty of these guys break the law all the time and they're just like and it comes out you know and the democrats say oh trump did this or matt gates did this they're just like yeah and fuck you gonna do that's some gangster shit right you know, fucking that thing with, um, what was his name? The, the comedian that was from Minnesota, um, that was, used to be a senator, Al Franken. Like that picture showed up when he was like grabbing that woman's titties or something on a, on a plane, like within a week, he fucking resigned, you know? Like if he was a Republican, it'd be like, all right, we'll take it to court. We'll see what happens. You know, Democrats are fucking weak. So fucking weak. And that's like, to me. If you're if you're a Democrat, like this is your time to fucking embrace libertarianism, because you're done, like you're never you're never gonna win. Even when you win, you don't win. You know what I mean? It's like you're running. You're supposed to be running shit right now, and you can't do anything. It's so it's like why even stick around? It's almost like you know if you're, you know if you if you're if you're um, like if you're working out right and you're and you're the other day, I was I was uh, I was trying to get a, hit a PR on a deadlift, and it was just a bad day, man. I it just wasn't it wasn't happening, you know. And at some point, I was like, I'm not I'm not even gonna get to my last PR. I just fucking I just hung it up, do something else. Yeah, that's what the Demo- Democrats Democrat voters needed to. do. Dude, you're never gonna win. Just if you win, you don't win. So give it up. Find another place to put your vote. Goddamn, the Libertarians. That would be a real nice place to put your vote. You'll get a lot of the things that you want. You might not get all the things you want, but you'll get a lot more than Democrats. You'll definitely get people that won't fucking stand by and let the shit happen with the abortion thing in Texas, because libertarians aren't supporting that. You know, you're definitely get the legalization of drugs, or at least the decriminalization of drugs, with libertarians. Democrats can't, Democrats can't make that happen. I mean, what else? There's just two things off the top of yeah. my head.
1: You'll also get some conservative votes because there's a lot of mixed in that you don't have to worry about everybody being so down the line left. You get a lot of overlap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. I think, and it's, and we've talked about this before too. It's like, man, libertarian party continues to drop the ball. Dude, if I was, if I was like, The director of the Libertarian Party right now, I'd be on every motherfucking show out there talking to people and saying, if you're a Democrat, we agree with you on this and this and this and this. Democrats can't fix it, but we can. We have a shot with us. You got no shot with them. Yeah. You know, but again, what's the Libertarian Party? Tweet. An opportunity like
1: this. I, I you're very right about this. Would this is the time you need timing, and this is the type of timing for libertarians to step up. You're you're at that when you said that, I was like, oh, that's what they need is they need to time, uh, you know, standing up and saying, hey, look, people who don't agree with X and your party's not doing anything about it, we're probably a good party for you because you don't want to be the other team and the other team is the one that's causing it your team's not doing anything we won't stand up for it it's very much against what we are politically this is our type of thing to handle if you don't think the the democrats are doing enough about about the drug situation that now the abortion stuff like you need to time it like put put money into it get something together get on shows that's the thing like, if you can't get on CNN, get on Good Morning America or something. I mean, not quite get on that, something. but get on, get on something. Yes. Make a get fucking on effort.
0: Make an effort. Yeah. You know? Because I don't exactly. see it. Sometimes you'll see Justin Amash on those things, which is great. And I love him. I think he would make an excellent president. The, the problem is he's a rational guy. And when he gets in these conversations with people, he talks to them in a rational way. He doesn't do the sound bites, which makes it very difficult for people to keep having him on and listening to him. And people talk all over him. He's providing facts, which nobody else is doing. And everyone says, I want facts. And Amash gives you facts. And like, no, you're still listening to the other loud people. You're not listening to facts. So, I mean, we need somebody, in the Libertarian Party, that is um, persuasive and charismatic, that can get on these shows and put these fucking people to shame and, and, and really expose them for what they are. I don't see other, any other way to go about it. You know? yeah. And I see these people sometimes. I watch these debates, man, whether it's on Bill Maher or just like uh, even CNN or Fox. And I sit there and I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck? do I know more about what's happening right now than the mouthpiece for the Democrats and the mouthpiece for the Republicans? You know, maybe not even if I know more, but I know how to combat that. Like if I was there right now, this is what I would say to expose them. Dude, I, who the fuck am I? I'm just a dude that reads a bunch of shit. You, you mean to tell me you can't find anybody? Seriously? Yeah. That's fucking sad. Yeah. This That's what the, the, deba- the
1: debates, when you watch the debates, Debates, it's like, oh, see, I thought I didn't follow politics until I watched the people running for shit talk sometimes. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like right? God, you guys really don't know a whole lot about what's going on. Yeah. And you're running
0: for, for, for president? Jesus. Mm. Dude, I'm telling you, man, I think we should do it. I think we should, I think, I think we should run for uh for the next presidential election, man. Yeah. You, you UVP. You I'm president, yeah. you know, and we just, I like that. We just put two. it all out. We'll set up Got a it. website. Like these are the issues. No bullshit. This is how we feel. Come hang out with us, smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can train some people. That would be cool. Yeah, You know, we'll have some really awesome concerts. We'll have some like really great metal bands, some hardcore bands show up and just be real with people. Yes. Can't be any worse than what we've seen so far. And I would be a fucking horrible president. I'd be like, hey, this shit's happening in Afghanistan. What should we do? I'm like, I don't know, man. I've never been to Afghanistan. Maybe we can just send some KFCs and Starbucks. Because I think once people start getting Starbucks and KFCs, they're not going to be angry anymore. They're not going to be wanting to have people tell them what to do. You know, I'm a big believer in that. Like, you said in 20 years, we send in troops to fight people. Dude, put in some fucking malls. You know what I mean? like, Put in like have events there, like have a UFC event there or like have um, some pizza places and and concerts and shit. Dude, once people get a taste of the good life, once people get a taste of what capitalism can bring and free markets can bring, you think they're going to go back? Fuck no. And make sure they have guns too to protect themselves. I don't think the Taliban have a shot against KFC. I don't even like KFC.
1: But you know? dude, when you said you'll be a horrible. Yeah. When you said you'd be a horrible president, I thought, oh man, a good slogan. Horrible, but better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's going to be it. Horrible, but better. <laughs>
1: I need yeah. to find a good
0: graphic artist to put that together. Horrible, yeah. but better. It's yeah. kind of like, like what What are you going to – I think that was even Trump. I think even Trump said that when he was running to, like, a bunch of black people. He's like, eh, to the African-American community, the Democrats haven't been very good for you. So vote for me. What do you got to lose? I mean, I think yeah. that's really what he said.
1: <laughs> no shit. It's
0: honest. <laughs> it is honest. I give him credit for that, man. And he was right. He's like, what do you, you know, even though he wasn't, like, particularly good for any community, I mean – except for like, you know, rich people and evangelicals. But yeah, it's like, what do you have to lose? Where, what have you got? Where, if you think about all the different groups of people in this country, you know, I would say like, let me say the top 1% or whatever. If there's a, if there's legitimately a top 1%, that means there's 99% of the people that are getting fucked all the time. And they're never not going to get, they're never going to be a situation where they're not getting fucked. So I would say to them, you got no shot of never not getting fucked. So, yeah. I mean, what do, you, what do you got to lose? Vote for us. At least we'll try to keep you from getting fucked. That, yeah. that, <laughs> horrible, <laughs> but better. And then subtitle, we're going to try to keep you from getting fucked. Yes. We're the, we're the best chance you have of not getting fucked. I like I that. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> yes. A great conversation today talking about everything from evangelicals, abortion, how hard it is to be a a guy where you don't want to be a dick to women and and be creepy. Mm -hmm. The Trials and tribulations of non-creepy dudes, which Mm -hmm. in fact may, may in fact make us creepy by default. I don't know. And uh, yeah, man, the ticket, the new ticket, maybe you won't even be libertarian. Maybe it'll just be independent. You know, independent as fuck. That might, that, yeah.
1: I think independent is something, you know, that there's a lot to independent candidates. I think, uh, all right, here's a good question. What do you think will come first, libertarian president or independent president? Mm, Neither. Neither.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't feel confident. I don't, (laughs) I don't feel confident we'll ever (laughs) see a third party in our lifetime. I think this whole country will will break down and melt down before there's ever a third party, like to the point where it's like there's a full on civil war and a new government will have to be formed. I don't see – not that I'm saying that's going to happen, but I I don't see any situation. The the Republicans and Democrats just – they hold too many cards. The best thing you can do is just try to chip away at what they have and and hopefully maybe help people a little bit. But hey, you know what? It also forces people if you think about it. Like, if, that's one really great thing that Ron Paul did. Like, he never had a shot at winning, but he, he made voters think about things that Republicans and Democrats never talked about. He never talked about the Fed. They never talked about drugs, drug decriminalization. Right. You know, it's uh, – Right. I think there's value to, 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 to bringing a third party in just to, to put them on blast so, they, so other people can be like, oh, you know what? You're right. Democrats do fucking suck. They haven't done shit. Oh, you're right, The Republicans are fucking like doing whatever evangelicals say. I'm, I'm not down with that. That's completely at odds with what we're supposed to be about.
1: Yeah. I've always thought that being vocal about a third third party just influences the other two parties and it bleeds over, so it's like doing good without getting the credit. you know I think <laughs> it just makes them want to be more like you. The larger the libertarian party gets the more republicans and or democrats will want to win over the, those voters and therefore will become more like them which is the way politics works a lot of times so yeah that's why i think it's important to be vocal about it get it out there ah uh, you know we could go
0: you know we already ended this one essentially so i won't but <laughs> yeah <laughs> well cool i'm gonna start putting some uh some thought into that man getting a website set up yeah you know, letting people know we may be horrible, but it's better. Yeah, it's better. That's it. It's just something to stew on. All right, my man, until next week, be well, be free.